Heavenly Father, we are here together in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I beg you to answer my prayer that is open the spiritual eyes, the spiritual ears, so that they may be able to hear your words, to receive your words, and let your words touch their soul, spirit. So let them be blessed to be born again in the midst of hearing your message, Lord, understanding your will, Lord. Oh, Lord, we are living the wicked world. The devil tried their best, you know, to bother the children of God so that they may be seduced by his scheme, Lord. Using his all kinds of media, all kinds of games, all kinds of many kind of method. This world totally projects by the scheme of the devil, Lord. Cleanse their heart, Lord, with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Cleanse their thought. Cleanse their imagination at this moment so that they may be blessed to receive your words and meditate your words continuously and also obey your words, Lord, so that let the truth may set them free, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, let me read the book of Psalm chapter 1, very important chapter 1, okay? Who is the one blessed? To the eyes of God, okay? Not to the eyes of the world. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth be doth meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. This was a God. Okay, let me read the book of Second Peter, chapter one, verse one through fourteen. Today's message. Okay. Related scripture. Simon Peter, a servant 
and the apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things as they pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly unto the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them and be established in the present truth. Yeah, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. All right. Today's subject of sermon is God wants all of us, if you are already children of God, God wants us to be the partakers of divine nature. What's the divine nature? God wants to make us the same one with God. Everything. Spirit, soul, even body. You know that? And that is the prayer of God unto us. Apostle Peter is finally 
exalting the saints who are children of God with a precious faith with them when the day he will take off his tabernacle of the flesh is near just before he die okay he leave this world through death of his flesh is very important message all you know New Testament messages just like this a final message unto us when he wrote his first letter first Peter right he introduced himself as the apostle of Jesus Christ but in this second letter however he called himself first a servant of Jesus Christ servant just like a slave and after that the apostle Simon Peter he just put the name Simon old name Simon Peter when he was here to near to meet the Lord he humbled himself as a servant of Jesus Christ by saying Simon Peter Simon means the changing sand yeah, sand you know whenever a wind blow right to the north to the east to the south you know to the west the sands just follow right yeah that's the sand the Simon his old name was Simon that means changing sand he confessed that he was like a sandy man but now is like a Peter Peter means a stone pebble Jesus said to Simon, okay? Hi, Simon. Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as a wit. At the time, you know, Apostle Paul, before he received the Holy Spirit, his name was Simon. Uh, just like, you know, sand, right? Changing sand. That's why... He was so vulnerable to be attacked, tempted, tempted by the devil, okay? Yeah, that means it's Simon, Simon. Even Apostle Paul also humbly introduced himself as a servant of Jesus Christ and after that apostle. Yeah, same. The more time passed by, the more humble. The Apostle Peter said he hoped to gain more grace and peace through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. In order to enjoy abundant grace and peace while living in this sinful world, we must deeply know God and Lord Jesus Christ through the words of God. Only through the words of God is a way for us to know who is God, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. No means to have fellowship in the relationship with them. That is divine power gives us all that belongs to life and godliness, and it would be filled with grace and peace through his knowledge of him who called us to glory and peace. I've been uh, in peace and glory these days, last week. Examine yourself. If not, you have a lot of worrying concerns, a lot of fears, 
No joy? Examine yourself. If not, it's time for you to receive real glory and peace through his words. This grace and peace are in the eternal life that has been given to us through the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself witnessed of this when he was in the final prayer before he left the world. He said to Father, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Yeah, eternal life is to know only true God and Jesus Christ through the fellowship with them, through his words. When Apostle Peter was approaching the day of his departure from the world, he confessed himself as a servant of Jesus Christ and indirectly testified that all the children of God must live a life of servant. Jesus spoke about the servant. Jesus, you know, said, what is servant? What is his func function? What kind of life he has to live? Not only that, the one who was God appeared as a servant and showed obedience unto death. Yeah, Jesus, you know, became a man just in the form of servant of God, right? Then he could ask us to be servant of Jesus Christ and Father God. Listen very carefully. What kind of person is servant? How kind of lifestyle was servant? Which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him, by and by, when he is come from the field, go and sit down to meet. And will I rather say unto him, yeah, make ready wherewith I may sup. Have a dinner, right? And guard thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. He thanked thou servant because he did the things that were commanded him, I throw not. So likewise you, when you shall have done all these things which shall commanded, you say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Doth he thank thou servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I throw not. So likewise you, when you shall have done all these things which are commanded, you say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Doth he thank thou servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I throw not. So likewise you, when you shall have done all these things which are commanded, you say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Yes, a servant has a lot of duty to do in our living in the world. 
Anyone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ a whole heart and receives eternal life is not one who is going to be like him, not like him, but one who is fully one with him. Jesus said, you know, in me, the Father is in me, and Father and I are one, right? Same thing. Whosoever received the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, as a result of that, Holy Spirit devours within them, within us, we have to be one with Him. Not, we're not going to like Him, you know. Many religions try to like, you know, founder of the religion, right? They cannot reach. Apostle Paul testified that God's children are baptized into the body of Christ. If you believe in Jesus, you're already in Jesus spiritually. Jesus, you know, physically in the third heaven, at the right hand side of God, spiritually, spiritually, we are baptized into the body of Christ. When he died, we died. We die together, that's why. You know, that's why. He's not going to condemn us because of sin. He took away all our sins in him. Apostle Paul just testified saying, Know you not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Brand new, who's in Christ, new creature, all things passed by. Behold, we are brand new to the eyes of God. Christians who have received the promise of this eternal life must have witnessed that they no longer desire to be fallen life on the earth and become partaker of the divine nature. Now the old man died with Jesus and was put on a new man, that is Jesus Christ, from now on, he says, that it should be one with him and live like him. God's children are not living a life that resembles their religious leaders just like other religious people. Many Buddhists, you know, try to uh, like as the Buddha, you know. Impossible. Even though they do that, it doesn't mean anything. He cannot give eternal life to them. Believing in the gospel of Christ, thou... Spirit and soul are saved through God's righteousness. Even our bodies should be holy in the sinful world. No one can live a holy life until they put off the body of sin through the circumcision of Christ. But those who are circumcised by Christ and who put off the body of sin 
can forsake the sins that remain in the body and heart. If they so desire, in other words, saved person is legally forgiven of all sins, but there are still many evil and filthy things left in the body of the flesh, even in their heart, all these evil passions must be driven out through the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the whole spirit, soul, and body must be preserved so that there is no reproach until Jesus Christ comes. Apostle Peter is witnessing that all the sins must be driven out and filled with new characters of God. When we believe in Jesus Christ, we were saved by one-time faith, by believing, believe in, by believing in Jesus, believing in. However, even after being saved, we must continue to live a life of faith. It is to live a life trusting, meditating, and obeying the words of God along with the Holy Spirit is to believing on. Continues, believing on. Who said believe in him shall not perish, right? Everlasting life. Right after that, we have to believe on. Continues until he come. It is a faith. Apostle Peter testified that Christian should now be partakers of God's nature by obeying the word only way. Besides this, he said, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Yeah, that's right. You know, salvation is received by grace. Particip participation in God's nature is by effort. The nature of God can only be known in his words, so we must look into, meditate, and obey the whole words of God. After believing and being saved, we must Increase of virtue, the vessel of faith. In virtue, knowledge, that is the knowledge of God, should be added, not the knowledge in the head, but the knowledge of knowing him through fellowship with him in his words. The knowledge in the head gives rather a pride, temperance in knowledge, no matter how much knowledge you have, especially speaking in the presence of carnal believers, easy to explain by speaking or speaking at the right level. In temperance, we must live patiently. That is in the fruit of the Spirit, a long-suffering life. In patience, godliness, that is the fruit of participating in the nature of God at this time. In godliness, Brother love, that is, at this time we will love our brothers unfeigned. It is charity to brotherly love. That is, love is not from earthly love, but from God. That is charity. Apostle Paul testified in details in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 
about the charity of God. That means the love of God. Yeah, almost all Christians know about this. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envies not. Charity avants not itself. It's not puffed off. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinks no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity. But rejoice in the truth. Bearest all things. Believes all things. Hoped all things. Endures all things. It is the love of God. We must, we must fear all these things in our heart, in our soul, in our spirit, even our body. When we are filled with charity, the love of God, we are neither lazy nor fruitless, fruitless, without fruit. But even though we are saved, we are filled ourselves with the words of God and the fellowship with Him. And when we live with the knowledge of knowing Him, we are not become spiritually blind. We always praise the Lord who cleansed us when we first believed in Jesus, looking forward far off. Not with short-sighted, okay, far off. With a hope not to be fallen in the world to the lust of the world. But if anyone is lazy to live godly thinking himself, yeah, I'm saved, uh, so can go to heaven after death. But in the midst of your life, he cannot overcome the lust of the world to be blinded spiritually and to be Stumbled. Therefore, although we are born again by the Holy Spirit, we must live godly life that constantly strives to participate in the nature of God. Apostle Paul also exhorted the saints about God's love. And above all these things, put on charity. Put on charity. That means put on Jesus Christ himself which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which also you are called in one body, and you be thankful. Yeah. You know, to know God the Father, as well as Jesus Christ our Lord, it takes time, though, Need a lot of effort. A lot of effort. That's the reason why still we are, we, are, we are living this world. If we are saved, right? We must understand the reason we are living in this world. All of this reason, all other things, you know. Going to school or you know, have a job or kind of thing is kind of, you know, 
you know, instrument of living, you know, to supply ourselves, you know, that the real reason to live in this world still is getting, getting to know God the Father and Jesus Christ. That means, you know, to have eternal abundance of glory and peace through the eternal life. It's abundance. That's why Jesus said, the original thief came to steal, to kill, to destroy. But the Son of Man came to give life to his ships. Not only giving, but also giving them abundantly through his word. I bless all of you to understand and to change your lifestyle if you have not done according to these scriptures, then you shall be blessed. You shall be a really joyful life. You shall be, you shall have a joyful meet with the Lord Jesus Christ whenever he comes. I bless all of you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ to have this kind of wisdom and understanding. Amen.